life in the fast lane. We're living life in the fast lane. Living life in the fast lane. Go and lose your brain, brain. Hey, what is up, guys? This is Justice Grothausen, aka Toast, here at the Toasty Takes Podcast, where we improve your mind one slice at a time, where we focus on motivation, inspiration, and mindfulness. Coming at you guys with another 75 hard episode today. But today we're going to be flipping the mic around and I'm going to be interviewed by none other than Mr. Daniel Panazzo. Now, let me preface this for you guys. If you're not a fan of language, uh, you might just want to skip this episode because I might let a few words slip here or there. But at the end of the day, they're just words and hopefully you guys can take something from it. So I'm going to hand it off to Dan now and we'll get rocking and rolling. All I got to say is, this not safe for work intro has got me really intrigued and I can't wait to see what happens. But speaking of uh, NSFW, this morning I pull up Facebook and there's some pictures of a, of a shirtless Justice Grothausen uh, celebrating the end of his seven, 75 hard, looking just chiseled, you know, <laughs> uh, Marky Mark-like, uh, if you will. So I was just wondering, how hard is it for you to keep a shirt on? Uh, knowing what's underneath that. <laughs> uh, well, for me, it's still kind of hard just because I know that I'm not quite where I want to be yet. I would say I'm a lot more comfortable taking my shirt off and looking at myself in the mirror, but I know there's still work to be done, so I'm not super satisfied yet, and we'll see. But I mean, obviously by next summer, it's it's tarps off every day. Tarps off. I love <laughs> it. Well, yeah, it reminds me of my son, little Vinny. Shout out to Vinny. You know, he, he, he'll do anything if he gets a, a chance to pop his shirt off. So, um, and I, I know that wasn't your motivation to pull off this 75 hard, but it's got to feel pretty good when you look in the mirror and, and see the difference like that. Oh yeah. I mean, it's done like wonders for my confidence. I would say like, I mean, I'll be honest, like I put those pictures on and like, last October that one I was looking at the other day I was like holy crap like I was like really chubby like Mm -hmm. I was plump uh I wasn't like obese by any means but it was being a former athlete and like actually being fit and athletic I was like oh let myself go a little bit (laughs) you know I never done a the before and after picture thing myself but I'd imagine it's easy to kind of you know puff out the belly when you when you want to look a little more schlubby and then uh, you know, do a couple of 10, 20 push-ups right before the, uh, the final picture. Not saying you did that, but, you know, I could imagine that would be a temptation. Well, I did get a good workout in. Did you? For that last picture. Mm-hmm. I got a workout in with Giles. So. Nice. So, but, yeah, I mean, had to look good for the last picture. But that first picture, too, like, that was me, like, actually trying. So mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> it was kind of, it was kind of sad if I, when you actually think about it. No, no. Anyways, uh, let's get into this. So uh, I wanted to start off. Um, imagining the listeners, listeners might be hearing this for the first time and not knowing what 75 hard is. So let's, let's start there. And can you just tell us a little bit about the program and how you heard about it and got interested in it? Yeah. So a few years ago, actually, uh, it was my second year coaching baseball. Kyle Heltz, actually the one that brought it up a few years ago, but like we never really stuck to it. So two summers ago, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And like, I never actually tried. (laughs) Um, but Fast forward to now, Kyle actually started his during baseball season, and he didn't finish, but then he restarted again after he hurt his knee, and I remember just being in the weight room one day with then assistant coach, uh, Coach Lee, and I was just like, you know what, if I'm going to coach these young men and like preach to them about being in shape, I should probably be in shape myself, and I told him, I'm like, well, I'm going to start 75 hard next week, 
And then I got home and like, oh, screw it. I'm like, I should, if you, if you want to start something, you should just start it like right now. Like the best time to start something is when it's the hardest possible time to start it. Because if you start it then and you get through it, you can get through it through the easy times. But anyways, so that's kind of how I started. And I heard about it a few years ago. Um, but basically what it is, it's a program created by Andy Frisella. He is, um, he is, he's an entrepreneur. He's the owner of First Form uh, Supplements and Energy. He uh, has his own podcast, Real AF. That's one of the, I think it's the most popular podcast in the U.S. Wow. currently. Uh, or at least he's up there with Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty popular. But um, Andy developed it when he was, you know, very overweight, out of shape, and not in a good spot in his life. And he just, he said it's been, it's worked wonders for him as an entrepreneur. Like, he didn't think he could do better than he was, was doing, but it really opened a lot of doors for him. And so he shared it with other people. Uh, he says it's not a weight loss program. It's a mental program, he said, but just um, while dieting through it and working out twice a day, you're just, you're going to lose weight. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I guess I can dive in. You want me to dive in a little bit well, what it we'll, entails? We'll get into or? a little bit more um, in a second. First of all, I liked what you said, Al. Uh, you said, right, why put it off a week when I'm thinking about doing it now? That was actually my uh, New Year's resolution last year was anytime something pops in your brain, instead of uh, writing a note or putting out, if you can, if it's feasible, mm-hmm. just do it right now. And I found that it's actually improved my life. I know you're all about life improvements and it's a simple hack, but it's really improved my, my teaching game. Anytime I think of a lesson, instead of putting it off, I'll get right into it and, you know, research and stuff at the moment. So I was glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyways, I'll dive into the program a mm-hmm. little bit. So for, for those of you that aren't familiar or didn't listen to the episode with Kyle, uh, it's 75 hard. So it's the first, uh, part of the live hard program is what it's called. But anyways, for 75 hard, it's 75 days and you have to do some simple tasks. Well, then quote unquote, simple, just tasks you have to do throughout the day. And if you fail any one of those tasks on any given day, you have to restart the program. So the first one is you need to do two workouts a day. One has to be outside. doesn't matter the weather, if it's raining, snowing, hurricane. He says, he says um, practice being safe, but he says, you know, don't, don't chicken out if you know you can handle it. If you're going to get wet a little bit, who cares? Go out and do it. Like it's, that's part of the mental toughness aspect. Um, yeah. Is there any, uh, you know, qualifications of how long the workout should be yeah. or what you should be working on? Yeah, so it's 45 minutes. Okay. And what he says is it's what you can do for 45 minutes. So, you know, if you're doing it and you're a 180-pound strapping athlete, yeah, you probably shouldn't just do two workouts where you walk outside for 45 minutes. Um, he says do what you can handle, and then as the program goes on, you build it up. So – that's what I that's what I did. Um, but so, anyways, we had the two workouts. Well, getting ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. One outside, one inside, or one outside. It doesn't matter if the second one's in or out. But uh, forty-five minutes long. Then you have to drink a gallon of water a day. Which, for some people, it's not super hard. But if you don't consistently drink throughout the day, you're gonna be like me in a few times where you have to jug half a chug half a gallon of water before bed, <laughs> and you have to pee in the middle of the night. Right. Um, then you have to stick to a diet. Um, and no cheat meals, so no cheating on your diet, basically. What, uh, what kind of diet does he recommend? Uh, literally anything. It's uh-huh. just something where you're not just eating whatever the hell you want, basically. So what I did is uh, I did my seven C's challenge, and I counted calories. 
Mm-hmm. So those two combined for me were my quote unquote diet where I wasn't eating whatever I wanted as long as it fit in my calories or my macros for the day. And it wasn't one of those seven C's I could have it. Um, so we had that. Then you also have to read 10 pages of a book a day, uh, nonfiction, preferably something where you can learn something. Oh, uh, that's where I like he, this part. Yeah. The English <laughs> teacher in me is like, Oh, this guy's out to save the world. Yeah, Imagine so what it, better society would be we'd have if people just read a little bit of uh, you know, fiction or nonfiction, whatever, yeah. each day, just to get a little more empathy or a little un- more understanding of the world. Oh, man. Yeah. So he likes to do uh, the nonfiction just because like, it's real-world applications from successful people that he wants you to try and learn and apply in your life. Um, he's like, if you want to read a fictional book, do it on your own time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't count towards that. Um, but, yeah, so that's all you have to do for the first part 75 hard i shouldn't say that's all you have to do because after a while it stacks up and it comes down to being consistent well we'll get there um but yeah that seems feasible um i guess uh, well just thinking about it offhand i guess the difficult part for a lot of people would be to find the time for the two 45 minute workouts per day um i know myself i like running because i can leave the house just throw them i don't go to a gym i can just put on my Running gear, leave the house. Within 20, 30 minutes, I'm home. I'm sweaty. I feel good. And I can fit that in my schedule. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of people don't necessarily, I think, have the time for the 245-minute work. So I, I could see that being one of the bigger challenges. Um, what did you feel then in your experience? What was the hardest for you to keep up with? Yeah, so I'm going to go back a little bit. So uh-huh. last October, I tried to do 75 hard during school. And I got seven days in and I failed. Mm-hmm. Didn't try it again until this summer. How'd you fail? Didn't get my workout in. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just got to the point where it's like, oh, whatever, I failed. But anyways, I got back to this summer, and I will say that although it was it was still very hard, I think it was slightly easier because I wasn't working. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't at sure. school, yeah. so sure. I really didn't have that time crunch, sure. per se. But there was still some days where if I didn't plan my day out, you know, whether I was traveling um, just around Wisconsin, hanging out with friends, going to watch Giles play baseball. Like, I had to make sure I had stuff lined up so I could finish it for the day and be successful because I didn't want to, sorry, didn't want to be traveling around be the reason why I failed. Well, I saw hard. It, you know, just last week when you came to my house for that uh, backyard open mic yep. night, you, le- you must have left, uh, you know, nine or nine-ish, whatever, and mm-hmm. by the time you get home, it's late. But uh, you went out for your uh, night exercise, didn't you? Yep. Um, Chloe accompanied me for my nighttime ruck. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's just, and it's just one of those things because it was weird. So today was day 76, per se. So I finished yesterday and or finished on Sunday. And I just felt like if I didn't get up this morning and do something, like what I did the last 75 days was for nothing. Mm-hmm. Cause like I'm trying to change and create good habits mm-hmm. and what's the point of doing it if I just quit doing everything I did for the last two and a half months, the day it's done. You know, uh, in a very simple, um, you know, response to that, I, I tell kids like I run every day. Um, a, it just makes me feel good, but B I eat better B 
because I'm running every day. Like mm-hmm. if, if you're putting that investment into your body, you don't want to waste it by just eating a bunch of junk. Yeah. And it really goes hand in hand, two birds with one stone that way. But I mean, really, I think that's something that more people should, uh, should try out because it's amazing how those two can go hand in hand, the uh, exercising and the eating, mm-hmm. the eating better as well. And to go back to the part that you mentioned earlier, the thing with the getting the two 45 minute workouts in a day, uh, Granted, I am young, and I have a little more free time than some other people, but, I mean, Andy says it on his show. He's like, you really, if you follow the program right, it really, like, helps you realize how much free time you actually have if you sit down and structure your day out. Mm -hmm. And, like, if that means waking up 15, 30 minutes earlier than you usually do, um, he says, like, do it. I mean, dude's a multi-millionaire i think if he can find time to do it while he's running all of his companies you know i think we can find time to do it and i just that's one of the things that i this summer i learned was like don't make it's really easy to say i don't have time mm-hmm. and i know there's a lot of people out there that will listen to this and say well oh you don't live my life or you don't know like like there's time you can find time if it's important to you mm-hmm. if your health is important to you then you'd find time to make it right. and that's why one of my other guys says if you're not working out in the morning, so if you're working out once a day, I work out twice a day. If you're working out once a day and you work out at night, your health is not a top priority to you. If it was, you'd do it right away in the morning hmm. because it's like number one thing. So that's how I view it. I guess I like it in the middle of the day, but it's hard as a teacher to pull that off. But I just find yeah. like a little <clears throat> mid midday workout, ooh, it pumps you up for the second half of the day. But yeah, I know a lot of people ascribe to the morning one. If I didn't have that hour commute every day, I'd probably do it. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I mean, and like for me, right now, like this morning, I got up at four fifteen so I could get my forty-five. Yeah, wow. forty-five minute workout in, and I mean, I got four hours of sleep. That's some not safe for work talk. Four fifteen, yeah. yeah, four hours of sleep. It's disgusting. And I got up and I did anyways, though. And like I felt really good today. Now yeah. I'm I'm home. I'm tired now. Yeah, but um, well you. Got a second workout coming soon, don't you? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to do it after this, actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, well, that, that leads into my next question. So, uh, you, well, okay. I got one before this. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so, as you said, it's obviously a physical um, challenge is the right word? Yeah. Uh, program. To, program. Pro, physical program. Yeah. But he stresses more the mental aspect of yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. So, in your experience, wh- wh- where would you say the balance lies between the physical benefits and the mental benefits? Well, I mean, so after sharing those pictures, it was pretty clear that I had some physical benefits, which I was very happy about. But also, I think I get, I gained more from it mentally than physically, at least right now. Because, like I said before, I started, I was always, and I still struggle with this sometimes, so I've gotten better, the I'll do it tomorrow, or I'll start it later, or I'll start it when I feel like doing it. Um, that really changed for me this summer, and it was kind of just the, I'm just going to do it now. So like there was a lot of times this summer where I was sitting at home and I was feeling tired. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a nap and then I'm going to go do my workout. I was just like, oh, screw it. Put my freaking socks and shoes on. And I just went on my, did my workout then mm-hmm. when I was tired. So it really taught me to just, I guess, stop making excuses mm-hmm. <laughs> and just do it at uh, when you feel uncomfortable because that's when you actually grow mentally mm-hmm. and I also learned that mental toughness is a skill like that you have to work on it's not just something you get it's like a muscle if you mm-hmm. don't work on it it goes away 
So that's why I wanted to continue, and I'm sure we'll get into it, continue the uh, Live Hard program after 75 Hard here. But, yeah, no, I'd say the, the mental part for sure and the, the physical side effects are just the bonus, I guess, for me. Well, I did want to talk about Live Hard, but now i got to ask again yeah. uh, more about the mental health. Yeah. Like you said, it being a muscle, you keep going. Uh, as you said, you are young. Um, how long have you been thinking about, like, your own mental health and things to uh, to maintain it and keep it strong? Yeah, so that, well, that's a good question. Hmm. Um, when I was in college, I really didn't think about it too much, and I really didn't think about at least uh, mental toughness or being like taking care of yourself mentally up until my first year coaching baseball. It's about three years ago. Oh, yeah, when we, when we met. Yep. So Same I, uh, rookie class. Yep, so I got into um, a bunch of podcasts about like the mental side of sports. But then, you know, after diving in and following other influencers or people that do podcasts on Spotify and stuff, like I found a lot of people that talked about being mentally tough and mentally strong and mentally healthy outside of sports, which I kind of needed because I don't play sports anymore. Granted, I still coach, but that's when I really started to do it. And the first guy that I heard speak on it, his name's Brian Kane. He's a mental performance coach he works with a ton of professional athletes and college programs, which is really cool. But the thing I took away from his speech was, and I didn't take it at the time, but I take it to heart now. He said, if you're a coach and you're trying to coach someone and you're a fat coach, there's just not a lot of people that are going to listen to you mm. unless you have that experience and pedigree. But especially as a young coach, A, you don't have the, the pedigree. Mm-hmm. And B, if you're out of shape, then these kids are like, well, why the hell do I have to listen to you? I right. can probably do more than you can. Makes sense. So that's kind of where it started for me. And then I kind of just dived into it since, you know, last year I got more into the positivity stuff, having a good attitude. And although it was tough for me at times and still is tough, I, I found it a lot easier to have a happier day when I'm just try to be positive and mm-hmm. try to affect people in a positive way. Um, yeah, sorry, that's a long-winded answer. No, that's, but that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah, basically your your uh, path through uh, mental health. And I mean, oh, sidetrack, side note here, but I'm pretty introverted, I would say. I really only hang, hang out with a select few people. And uh, starting a new job this week is definitely going to be, I'm going to be more introverted a little bit. Just because I'm not seeing, you know, the coworkers or the students on the daily basis that I was used to, mm-hmm. um, but it's also pushed me a little bit to get outside of my comfort zone. Right. So I'm working with a lot of new people. I'll have 90 new freshmen I'll be teaching, yeah. and uh, forced me to get out a little bit. You know, say good morning in the hall, say how's it going, form those relationships with people I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a tough part with the mental thing too. Was you know constantly feeling the need to do stuff by myself. Mm-hmm like that lone wolf mentality. But I've learned over the summer that, you know, reaching out to people and having people in your circle, doesn't matter if it's it's a small circle or a big circle, but um, you're in my circle. Appreciate uh, it. Coach Lee's in my circle, Mr. Rail's in my circle, and my parents are in my circle. And, like, that kind of helped me this summer with some decisions I had to make or just other stuff. But it's nice to know I have that support system. I don't have to do everything by myself. Absolutely. Well, so. It's an honor to be in that circle. Absolutely. Um, before we get on, because I know I keep getting delayed on this. That's but, okay. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an English uh, teacher. I like stories. Yeah. Can you put us in a story of a moment during 7-5 Hard when you were 
thinking, oh man, I don't know if I can keep doing this, or mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, this is going to be tough. Was there, was there, can you give us a time or was there not a time when you uh, really had to push extra hard to keep going? Yeah. So the first few weeks of the program, and Andy says this too, and a lot of the other people he has on his podcast say this as well, the first about 14 days to 20 days, you can kind of get by on motivation because you're starting something new. You're excited. Like you kind of let that adrenaline feel you, feel you. Mm-hmm. And after that, I definitely agree with them. Like it fell off. It Isn't it like away. that way with all things too? Yeah. You know, even just, you think like the start of the school year, we're going to crush it, you know? And then at some point you're like, how, oh, we just got to get through this day. <laughs> yep. And it's okay to say that. Cause that's actually where I think you, you know, make your mark as mm-hmm. a teacher is how you deal with it. When, the enthusiasm dies a little bit as it naturally does. And yeah. that's when you really have to dig deep and figure out a way to try to pump the kids up again. But yeah, it just, it's just amazing how that always works that way. Yeah. And so like what it came down to is being disciplined mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, mental toughness and being disciplined is like I said, a muscle earlier. And it came down to the days where I wasn't excited to get up at 5am or 6am mm-hmm. and go work out anymore. And I still had to do it. You know, I didn't, I guess the not wanting to fail was, not wanting to fail the program was a lot stronger than me just not wanting to do something, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. If I could give you a moment, it was probably at, I don't remember which one, I was at one of my brother's baseball tournaments, and I had just slept on the hotel floor, <laughs> and I didn't want to get up and go work out, but, you know, I did it anyways, and I, like I said, and you got to the game, and there were some hot dogs, <laughs> Oh, that was another thing that was tough, you know, being there and uh, only having a certain amount of calories for the day. I remember the one night, it was a night game, it was like 7 o'clock, I had like maybe 800 left, and I was just hungry as hell. But I couldn't buy anything at the game, because, you know, it was either eat something at the game and not be able to eat when I got home, or wait and just chug a bunch of water and wait till I got home to eat the food I had in mm-hmm. the fridge. Um, and that that was tough. And I mean... I'm going to get crap from my brother for this because I did eat some vanilla ice cream during mm-hmm. 75 hard, uh-huh. but it was in my diet, uh-huh. you know, so I could have it as long as I didn't go over my calories, you know? So he hey, gave the me, proof is in the pictures. Uh, that's Come what on. I said. I'm like, you know, I didn't have any of those C's I couldn't have, you know, I yeah. had, and that's one of the big things. Like I'll tell people. So like, I really like to eat and make uh, good food. Um, if you're going to diet per se, don't get rid of all the things you enjoy eating because then it's 10 times harder to stick to it. You know, instead of eating a whole bowl of ice cream, you maybe maybe have two or three spoonfuls. Mm-hmm. I mean, just stuff like that. Like, don't pig out on it so you mm-hmm. can still have some. Right. You're still getting that craving, but you're not eating the whole damn thing. Gotcha. But yeah, like I said there, that was probably the moment where... I was like, ugh, I don't know. That was probably like halfway through. Okay. Like 40 days. Now, on the other end, let's hear about a moment when you were, I'm guessing, exercising, because that's usually when you get it and you mm-hmm. had a euphoric feeling that, yeah. oh, man, I feel great. Like, this is this is really good for me. Can you put us in a spot where you felt like that? I Honestly, I'd say every time any of you saw me put a video out while I was on my rock. That's what I was going to ask. I saw I those felt, videos. I yeah. felt amazing. Is like, that is that where the language came in? Some of those videos? There was one in particular <laughs> I got some heat for, mm-hmm. but um, I've, I've told you this before. I think words are just words mm-hmm. unless you're aiming them at someone. And that's just how I communicate sometimes. I've done really well so far on the show. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I'm <laughs> but, curious um, what's going to come uh, in. 
I mean, but like, it's just one of those things where I had a lot on my mind and I was having a tough week and I just wanted to tell the world like, hey, no one gives a crap about you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you just got to You just got to do, you got to do the work that you know you have to do. Yeah. And like, I am not perfect at that still by any means. You know, yeah. sometimes I still struggle to, you know, get my lesson plans done or sure. get my studying in for the day or just like whine about having to do this, but I still do it anyways. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where that came from, but... I think for me, like if I'm going to put something out there, I just want to be real with people and I'm not going to sugarcoat it for people that disagree with me. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I remember that post. Uh, little Vinny was probably listening to that when you taught him a couple oh, of new no. words there. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Vinny's kindergarten teacher. Um, but anyway, so now you've completed it. Yeah. And uh, let's hear about what's next. Yeah. So next is phase one. And I just started that today. So phase one is everything you have to do in 75 hard plus three more tasks oh my god yeah he's adding on to it huh yeah so the first one i added on is a five minute cold shower i hated it i've done it before i still hate it yeah in korea they have these things called public baths yeah uh where you go with a bunch of same gender people Mm -hmm. and they have all these little different saunas and you go in each one they always have the freezing cold bath and i force myself to do it a lot because the buddy's like it's the best thing for your body and everything and yeah i felt that yeah so i can i can see like i did it this morning i had put my phone in a baggie so i could time myself in the shower so my phone didn't get wet and i set it for 520 and as soon as it hit five minutes i cranked it to cold I stood under it and I screamed for probably like two minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like I got a little used to it, but it was still very uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, after five minutes was done though, I turned it off. I got out, it dried off. And, like I actually felt like really good, mm-hmm. like wide awake, energized. So like the benefits are there, mm-hmm. but Andy throws it in because he said it's, it just makes you very uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you have to get used to being uncomfortable. Sure. So that's one of them. The next one is you have to do 10 minutes of active visualizations, what he calls it. Like meditation? Kind of. So you 10 minutes, you know, sit down, quiet room, you and your thoughts. You can have like a vision board too. But basically what he, he wants you to sit there and actively visualize like you achieving your dreams or your goals. So you want to drive that truck or you want to buy that house someday. Or for me, you want to coach that team someday. Like sit there and actively visualize yourself doing that, driving it, living there, all that kind of stuff. I like that one. Yep. So that'll be a new one for me. I'm probably going to struggle with it, but I'll get through it just because I've never done it before. And then the last one is, calls it the power list. So the five things for 75 harder on there, and you have to add three more things on there. I'm, so basically it's three extra things to get done that help you towards your goals. Mm-hmm. So mine, I actually wrote them down today, is I'll do this tonight, an hour of studying towards my teacher's certif- uh, teacher certification course. So at least an hour of studying in. Um, it was post five items on eBay. Okay. Yep. And, oh gosh, I don't have my journal. See, well, I, oh, I did it now. I, I figured it out. Uh-huh. Um, it was brush and floss twice a day. I'm usually good with the brushing in the morning, but at night sometimes I just struggle. So I'm just like, okay, I, it's it's may, it may be a little thing, but um, I threw that on there, you know, because personal hygiene is important. Right. So it seems like the last part is mo- mo- motivating you to just be more productive, basically. Yeah. To like know what you want to yeah. pull off and do it. Yeah. yeah. So and he said you he's like you don't put a, something on there that's a habit for you already. Mm-hmm. So he's like if you make your bed already, don't put that on your power list because you already do it. Right. So I put those three things on there because 
Uh, the teaching one will help me get my license quicker. The eBay one will help me make a little extra money. And the brushing the teeth at night and flossing at night is just good good habits. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any problem with any of the that stuff. I think that would help anybody mm-hmm. uh, you know, live a better life. Yeah. Uh, do critics say that this guy can come off as a cult leader? Because it seems like he's got you following yeah. a lot of his life lessons and plans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's very controversial. Is he going to keep adding three? Because at some point, you're going to be living the day exactly like him, I guess. No, so actually, I can go into the last two parts of the Live Hard sure. program. So yeah. if if or when you complete phase one, so phase one is only 30 days, mm-hmm. Okay. If you fail any one of those days, you don't go back to 75 hard. You go back to day one of phase one. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. And then once you complete phase one, you go to phase two, but you have to take at least a month off. Hmm. So, and I like to talk about this, like momentum is very important in life. And if you get it, you have yeah. to use it to keep yeah. rolling. His thing is he likes to go right into phase one after 75 hard because you got momentum. You just did something for 75 days. For phase two, he's like, you got to stop for 30 days just to re- just so you can remind yourself that it sucks to have to restart sometimes. And uh, it's not as easy as you think it is because you take 30 days off, you know, you get a little lax. I'm like, oh, I'm going to skip this workout today. And not to mention, I would imagine when you're no longer held to that, you're going to figure out which parts of it have become more natural and become yep. like a part of you, like which parts you can't kick, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I keep bringing up my running, but like, I can't kick it. Like, mm-hmm. If I don't run for a day, I feel bad. I got to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, so the 30 days off is very important. It has to be at least 30 days. I mean, you could take two months, three months, whatever. But then phase two is just 30 days of what you did for 75 hard. So you take away those three extra things you did. Oh, I see. So yep. then you're back on there. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, um, I mean, just, you know, talking into the future, you don't know, but is it possible you could be doing this for many, many years, continue on with these, these tenants of life? Yeah. I, so I want to, I want to, I w- I'm not going to say I want, I'm going to complete the live heart program mm-hmm. this year. Like that's my goal. I'm going to complete it. Um, after that we'll see. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think after this being physically active is not going to go away. No, like granted after a year, if I com- when I complete the program, maybe going back to one workout a day, mm-hmm. but it's still going to be something every day. And like, I just don't see myself being able to go back to the way I was living. Yeah. Cause I just felt very unhealthy. I was lethargic. I wasn't. Right. That's what I was going to say. I mean, like diet wise, once you kick, you know, the sweets and all that stuff for me, if I do drink a soda or mm-hmm. something, I, I don't feel good. Like right mm-hmm. afterwards. I mean, I can just feel that, that sugar rush that, then the crash and yeah. I don't like it. So I try to avoid that as much as possible. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping, like I said, I'm going to finish it. Um, but then a- anyway, sorry, after phase two, you go into phase three. That's the last part. But the kicker is you have to do it 30 days before you started 30 days from the date when you started 75 hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's 30 days leading up. So when you finish live hard, you will be finished on the day you started 75 hard a year later. Oh, wow. Um, but the, and the, the, the tough thing though, is it's 30 days, but if you fail one of those days then you fail the whole program. Hmm. So there's a few things added in there. One of them is you have to talk to a stranger every day, make conversation. Um, the other one is I like that. Uh, that's, for that's, me, that's tough. like one of my most, you know, enjoyable things in life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just trying to think practically, well, not for you, not as a teacher, it wouldn't be tough because you can always find mm-hmm. a kid. I don't know if you'd call him a stranger, but a kid you haven't really connected with and 
start a conversation mm-hmm. with them. I mean, that's pretty pretty easy. But I guess non-teachers, it could be tough sometimes to find someone online. I suppose. Yeah, grocery there- store. Grocery store, grocery yeah, store. yeah. Is there? I wonder if there's a community of, of people, likewise people doing this program yeah. that you could find online and just there. You know, there have is a, chat. a there is a Facebook group and an Instagram group. Well, of there you go. Them, so I people have no excuse; they could always find someone oh, yeah. there to talk to. But his thing is, you have to do it in person. Oh, I see. Face to, he want he wants you to do face to face, that human interaction. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is you have to practice gratitude. So, he like he says, you know, if it's buying the person behind you, buying their coffee or something, buying a, when you go out on your walk, picking up trash mm-hmm. during your walk, uh, mm-hmm. volunteering at an animal shelter for mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Yep. Just something that every day that gets you not focused on improving you, but helping other people. Man, can you get my five-year-old son on this? <laughs> it's like we, we sit every single meal. We have a tradition, my wife and I, where we say, I just want to say, and then we say something positive through the day or I yeah. appreciation, gratitude type stuff. And, He's born and raised on that, and yet still, I want more. I want more. Buddy, pause a minute. Appreciate what you got. You know, I guess five-year-olds, it's it's tough to drill that kind of stuff in. Yeah, and well, the whole program, he says, you know, you're just focusing on improving yourself. Right. And then at the last 30 days, he's like, he wants you to realize that you can grow exponentially by helping other people too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I got to try and get through another cold shower tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and get through all the other stuff I have to do through do tonight, but I'm optimistic that I'll finish it. Have there been people that have done this program for multiple years or so? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, Andy does 75 hard twice a year. Okay. And then he tries to do the whole live hard program right on. every year. So and, I mean, uh, you already mentioned Big Kyle pulled it off. Um, yep. is there anyone else in your real world life that you know that is has done it or is doing it? Not that I know of, okay. at least personally, not that I know of that's doing it other than Kyle finished 75 hard. I actually talked to him in the gym last night. He's going to start 75 hard again. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Nice. From start, and then he's going to do the whole uh, program after that. Good for him. So other than that, though, it's just been, from what I know, it's been me and him. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I wouldn't go back and I do it all over again. Mm-hmm. I just, from what I've learned, and I, like I said, I'm not perfect by any means, but it's definitely pushed me and got me outside of my comfort zone, I'll tell you that. Well, we can see the results, um, and it's good to hear of all the stuff it's brought into your life. Um, I guess I don't really have any other questions. I think I, I understand it. I get it. I'm tempted to do it my, my, myself, but I'm just thinking <laughs> schedule-wise. Yeah, Ooh. it's tough. Yeah, I mean, I get, like you said, why people say, well, for me, it's just finding the time would be the hard part between mm-hmm. work and a family and all yeah. that stuff. But um, anyways, it, it's all good things, so I think it's it's – really intriguing and motivating well for sure and it's it's prepared me for some like tougher stuff mm-hmm. in life i mean cats out of the bag might as, might as well just talk Go about ahead. it <laughs> now's the time they're yeah. still listening yeah let's, let's get i'm into not it. so i'm not working at flambo anymore i'm actually teaching at cameron this fall wish we had a, a sound drop like a tears or, wah, wah, or just something sad <laughs> well, you told me the floor was crying for me the other yeah, day yeah <laughs> the first day without you the floor was just wet i said oh man look at the tears the barn is crying but so like i'm not gonna lie like so like the last two weeks have just been like very tough whether it was mentally emotionally like not knowing what was going on not knowing if i'm gonna have a paycheck like mm-hmm. not knowing if i'm gonna have a job mm-hmm. like that was very tough but well, that's Actually, where I should say, you know what? Finish. I had to finish the program through all that stuff. Right. You know, I could have 
given up and said, woe is me and right. the world hates me and I'm just going to sit here and complain and sulk. To me, I feel like that's when the program would be the most beneficial because mm-hmm. you're, it is such a structured thing and your life is so structured that even when things might be crashing around you, there's so much consistency with mm-hmm. the way you're living if you're following a program like that that you won't let yourself give up or let yourself, like you said, fall into woe is me yeah. because you keep fighting. Well, and like I, it's just funny. <laughs> I think I was talking about this with you. I think it's just funny how the world works sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm going to get a little personal here, if that's all right. Um, so I met, and I mentioned Chloe earlier. Uh, Chloe is my girlfriend, for any of you guys that don't know. Oh, this yeah. is an exciting podcast. <laughs> I really hope people are still listening. I hope that's okay with her, with me sharing that. But um, I met her at the beginning of the summer, you know, but well before all this stuff was happening. And, uh, you know, go on talking throughout the summer. Chloe's from Cameron. She grew up at Cameron. She's working at Cameron also as the counselor. But, um, you know, then this. Oops. Sorry. A little had a mic, mic issue. There they, we go. They weren't, the mic wasn't ready for. The mic wasn't the ready bomb. for the You're hot about to take. drop. <laughs> but, um, you know this situation at Flambeau happened where it was either do this or don't come back. And I was like, Oh, I'm not going to come back then. I mean, I was fairly optimistic though, that I was going to figure something out, but you know, I was sitting there with you Monday at inserts and I was like, I wasn't feeling it. And I get this text from Chloe saying, Hey, Cameron's long-term biology sub no showed. And I put in a good word for you. Like Joe would like to call you. I'm like, yeah, let him, let him I'll take a call from him. See what's up. And believe it or not, that's where I'm at right now. And I don't know how long that'll last, you know, after the long-term sub stuff's done, but I think it's very funny how the world works sometimes. That's amazing. You know, it's like, it just makes me think about if I hadn't met her earlier in the summer, I think that was the world saying, you're going to meet this girl because in three months you're not going to have a job and she's going to put in a good word for you to help you get a job. Right, right. (laughs) You know, so like, I just wanted to share that a little bit, but like, yeah, I had to be mentally tough the last yeah. few weeks and it's like not knowing what's going to happen right and still sticking to being consistent being mentally tough you know getting done what i have to get done and taking it one day at a time because that's all you can do in this world so yeah that's a great story um i wish if you were my student i'd have you write that down about just the <laughs> when it, i love when forces mix and you're giving us you're giving a sign of what you need to do um, I don't know Cameron's school, but if Chloe was a product of that place, then I'm sure it's a wonderful place because she's a really great young lady. Yeah, uh, you and did I'm, well for yourself yeah, there. Yeah, and I'm not one to cast stones, but I can I I can tell you that I'm very happy. I feel a very good positive vibe from the environment. I've had nothing, you know, and maybe it's just because I'm new. Mm-hmm. I've had nothing but support the last four days, and not that I didn't have support at Flambeau, you know, because Plenty of coworkers, you know, you you included, uh, principal supported me, but it just it feels different. Yeah, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, just from just walking in, it just felt different. Um, like I said, not trying to cast stones. I'm very happy though. Like sometimes one door shuts, another door opens. That's right. Maybe that just means it's you know on to bigger and better things for me. It's, Absolutely. And I think what it was, too, is I think it was the world saying you need to get outside your comfort zone. Well, yeah. I mean, you were born and raised in that barn, basically, yeah. you know, and, and uh, I'm sure it's it's a, this new situation is a cold shower for your life. <laughs> it is. Uh, but don't forget about us, you know, because oh, uh, 
there's going to be those uh, those winter nights when the basketball team is <laughs> playing, and I need you courtside watching it with me. Oh, yeah. I'll be there. I'm all not right. worried about that. All right, all right. Like I said, no ill will. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so getting outside my comfort zone because, you know, it's easy to teach kids when you know every kid. Mm-hmm. When you know all the parents, you know where every room is, you mm-hmm. know the people you're working with because they right. taught you. Mm-hmm. Most of them did. Yeah. Um, but – I think I was getting too comfortable, mm-hmm. and I think it's kind of the world's way of saying, "Hey, you got bigger things you got to do. Get like get out of here." Yeah, in a, in the nicest way. That's the nicest way I can put it. <laughs> hey, you know, I I'm listening. I'm hearing this. And I'm like, that's that's where we gotta end this podcast because I like the positive note yep. um, that you just ended on there. And I appreciate you coming uh, to the Toasty Take podcast here <laughs> and uh, being with us and sharing us your life experience. Uh, is there anything that we uh, missed out on this talk? Uh, about uh, what you've been going through? Not that I can think of. All right. Where where does the podcast go from here? You know, I'm just, I'm going to keep, obviously keep doing it. Uh-huh. I'd like to consistently get something out at least once a week. I know consistency's been tough for me in the past, but if I've learned anything this summer, I think I can at least get one episode out a week. And I want to bring more guests on. Like, mm-hmm. So if you listen to this and you want to be on the show, I don't care what's your story. Just come share. Come even if you want to come shoot the ship. Like, yeah, do it. There it is. Oh, there's one. I had to get one in there. <laughs> yeah, I do after the uh, warning. Uh, but um, <laughs> I just want to get more people on and share their world experiences because I think you can learn at least one thing from everybody. No doubt. So that's 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 the show going forward. Um, plus that that takes care of your uh, having a conversation with a stra- stranger yeah. each day each yeah. time you pod with somebody you yeah know? so it's but i just want to try and grow it and get it out there for people to listen to and if you guys enjoy it just please all i ask is just please share the show if you learn something and hopefully it can help impact other people positively like it impacts me every time i record a session well i'm uh, very proud of this episode and i hope to maybe put it out on the flambeau flyer podcast feed as well yeah, well, you see, that's why I refrained from dropping the F-bomb <laughs> because I didn't want to get you in any hot water there like I go. did with myself. Appreciate so, <laughs> it. Appreciate um, it. That, yeah, that's all I got. All you all got? Right. Yeah, no, that's it. I, I feel like I know the program, and like I said, I'm motivated to at least consider doing it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Well, hey, that's all we got for Toasty Takes today, guys. Go do something positive. It'll be great. Living life in the fast lane. Lay, 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 lay.